This is Here We Grow Slow with me, your host, Megan McVicker. We're on episode three, and I am so excited, as I always am, to have my special guest. And today is Megan Barnard with Right With Megan. Woo! Hi, Megan. Thank you so much for coming on to my show. Yay! Hi, Megan. Thanks for having me. It's the Megan. <laughs> I would like to do a sh- quick bio of Megan so you can get familiar with her, and then we'll get a little bit more familiar with her. Mm. She is the author of five books and the founder of Write with Megan, a wonderful program, if I may say so myself. I have taken advantage of her wonderful services, as should you. doesn't matter if you're a business owner or if you want to write a book or she'll explain more. But as a story magician and intuitive writing coach, she helps people discover their wise writer. Ooh, that was tough. Wise writer within an inner content goddess so they can share their soul message with ease and flow through connected copywriting and transformational books. She is on a mission to revolutionize marketing and spread light online. And she believes that writing is everyone's birthright. Talk to me about that a little bit more. That is just beautiful. Uh, I've always loved writing and I had pretty much an identity crisis when I was in college and writing became really hard. You know, when you're writing stories or even just like high school essays, it's like, this is fine. And I studied philosophy and, you know, trying to write a, a coherent paper about Aristotle was really hard and I needed a writing process and I didn't have one. So, you know, I managed to eke my way through that and then became really aware that most people don't have a writing process. And my um, career path I thought was leading me into education. That's where I started. And my first position after college was working as a classroom assistant with littles, with, you know, like eight-year-olds who had severe learning disabilities. And man, oh man, like I just wanted to give them the tools to allow them to, you know, find some joy in writing. And um, that's, that's really where I formulated this, <laughs> this feeling. Like it's not fair that some people feel unable to express themselves. I think everybody has, you know, big, powerful messages that want to come through that they want to share. And um, so I really started just dedicating my, my time and energy to how can I create the experience for other people, no matter what their brain wiring is, no matter what their past experience is with writing, that allows them to easily and joyfully write what's in their heart. And um, I, I was a teacher for a very short period of time because I'm like, okay, that's enough math and grammar, back to writing. You know, yeah. <laughs> I was just so um, passionate about that. And also just really prefer that one-on-one where I could, instead of watching the kid who didn't get it, you know, struggling over here and the kid who totally got it being bored over there, I could just really personalize the experience yeah. um, and, you know, come up with what worked for that student. So I spent... Um, gosh, 10 years being a writing coach for students. Um, I started my business back in 2006. And um, then in 2016, I began working full-time with business owners. And my mission remains the same, that your words are meant to change the world. And um, my my job is to be the, the idea midwife that helps you get them out of your head and onto paper. <laughs> birthing the word 
babies. And boy, you did that for me. I just, you feel like you're stuck. And when you come in, it's like all the puzzle pieces come together and you're not having this word vomit. It's, it's this word cake that's beautifully, you know, iced and decorated and you present it to the world. And that, I mean, that's just a small experience that I've had. I'm sure you've had so many wonderful experiences all over the world, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? Yeah, I, my clients are everywhere. all online right now. Even, you know, when you worked with me, we live not that far apart, but <laughs> you had your <laughs> sessions with me online. And um, yeah, so I have, you know, um, clients on several continents and it's delightful to like get that uh, experience of, oh, for I get to talk to people in the future. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> my Australian clients are always tomorrow. I'm like, Oh, tell me about tomorrow. What's going on? Yeah, what's going to happen? Um, but just meeting people from different backgrounds with different life experiences and the fact that we're able to connect and resonate, um, like through our energy and through words, uh, for me is part of what's so satisfying about my career. And, you know, I'm, I am out to spread light on the internet. <laughs> I'm, you know, you. I think there's a real opportunity for, um, business owners who are, you know, creating online content to be creating content that lifts people up and brightens yeah. their day. And, um, that's, that's been a real benefit of expanding my, um, uh, my circle of people that I can work with is yes. knowing I'm making changes. There are these light points all over the world. Yes. Oh, that's got to feel so good. I know you did that for me personally, but mm-hmm. all over the place, you're helping people to spread that light. And that's, this is, in fact, this podcast is, has that intention as well. I want to make yeah. sure that people are, if they're listening, if you're listening, whatever, if you're not, that's fine. It's about communicating. And I think that's the big key thing that I want to talk about with you today Um, aside from being an amazing business owner, but it feels like there's a, there's been a huge lack of communication, especially over the past year and a half. People go online and troll around. Stop it, by the way. Jesus. Sorry. Sorry, Jesus. Um, It's the scroll and troll, right? (laughs) The scroll and troll. How dare you? Why not? You know, there's this fun little phrase. If you don't have anything nice to say, shut up. So if you have wonderful things to say. Yeah. But do you know what's so interesting about that? I think a lot of the anger and the frustration that we're witnessing um, comes from people not feeling heard. And if you don't know how to express what you're trying to say, that frustration is magnified even, or, you know, is intensified even more. Right. So there's this feeling of like, I've got something to say and I don't quite know how to say it. And then it comes out as anger. Um, but also there's a lot of, I don't quite know how to connect and I don't quite know how to listen. Um, and one of the, I don't know, like one of the, the ways I hope I'm making a lighter, you know, creating more light is, um, teaching my clients to help their potential clients, to help their audience feel really seen and heard. Yeah. A lot of people right now don't feel seen. They don't feel heard. They feel talked at. Um, we have a lot of habits around just consuming content, right? 
Um, and it makes such a big difference when we do feel seen and we do feel heard and acknowledged and important and part of a conversation as opposed to I'm a consumer and you're just <laughs> throwing stuff at me that I'm supposed to, you know, respond to with, with paying money for things. So like creating that relationship, creating that conversation, um, social media is perfectly positioned to be a place for that. And of course, it's also perfectly positioned to be an echo chamber where we all just scream at each other. So there's like, here's the tool. Here's the hammer. Am I going to use it to hammer nails and build a house? Or am I going to chase people down the street with it and (laughs) try to bash their heads? And that's the Um, choices that people make every day. And they can be done differently. And I really do feel like it starts from when you're a child. And I think uh, not a lot of people grow up knowing effective communication and yeah. I see it and it just comes to light more in these times. So many of the people I work with are healers in one capacity or another. They help people heal their nutrition, you know, and their physical selves. They help people heal their relationship with wealth and debt and money and guilt and all those things. They help people um, run thriving businesses, but through like energetic practices or like deep feelings around worthiness or unworthiness. And um, I'm always really uh, encouraged and filled with hope. Um, when I hear the kinds of businesses that people are running online where it's like, okay, I'm going to help you heal that deep childhood trauma. So you can go out and be, you know, the, the person who's creating, who's building the house, who's creating something wonderful. Um, and that I see those industries, industry, the helping industries Mm -hmm. absolutely blossoming right now. So I'm very hopeful. Yes. I'm so glad you're hopeful. We need more of that because that energy goes out there and the more you're hopeful, the more you're positive and encouraging and kind and healing, like you said, it comes back to you and it, it doesn't smack you in the face. You know, it's not like, you know, here's the piece of paper that says you've been doing the work, you've been healing, you've been, you know, working on yourself. It comes to you in feelings and gosh, I've really been putting it out there and I'm getting it back. It's I'm seeing yeah. it. So thank yeah. you for being hopeful too. Well, uh, and it's what you do in your business too, right? It's yeah. like showing people there's a better possibility than what they thought they had to put up with, right? So yes. it's like, hey, you can have a home that feels really wonderful to be in and is also safe because you're not using toxic products and, you know, and it's organized. And so, you know, it's like easier to go about your, your daily routines, but showing people in a connected and a fun way, like, Hey, there's a better option out here and here's how you could get it. Like that's the direction that marketing is going. And I'm so there for it. I'm so excited for it Good, because, you know, people are really over feeling like they're being manipulated. They're really over feeling, um, overwhelmed with like FOMO. Yeah. Oh gosh. This is wonderful because this is perfect to go into the next subject, which is your, you're evolving into a content goddess, which mm. is kind of like, cause I've been seeing your posts on Facebook and you're, you know, you are, you want to kind of get rid of this old way of marketing and like, yeah. let's I actually just recently co-led it. a workshop called RIP marketing. Whoa! 
that's great. For marketing. <laughs> Get out of here. So tell me more about content goddess. Ooh, it's well, I, and you saw, I was showing you before we got started my this is the logo designed actually by my co-facilitator for RIP marketing, who's a oh. gifted um, intuitive brand designer as well, Lady Squirt. Um, but writing is you taking your heart and putting it into words. And when you really write from your authentic voice, it's this, it's like Tupperware for your energy. <laughs> Right. So it encapsulates it. It's yeah. So that- um, like teaching people to tap into their content goddess for me is about um, giving them, you know, some practical strategies and some energetic practices and rituals where they get to be in that energy of leadership, excitement, um, authority, um, joy, and put it into content that then goes out and, you know, makes this big ripple effect and impact on people. Um, but it also means like writing itself energizes you. So instead of feeling um, drained, like a lot of, a lot of business owners feel like slaves to content creation, you know, it's this, oh, yeah. machine and no matter how much I feed it, it's always hungry. It's always, it's an empty void. Yeah. It's always hungry. And then it's like, oh, I have to, you know, you start like sawing off your body parts to feed into the machine of content creation. And it doesn't, it doesn't need to be that way. So the idea of being a content goddess is you're so full of this energy that it just radiates out of you. And you're like, oh, I can create with joy. Oh, I can create with ease. Oh, I can create you know, cons- consistently, but without that feeling of it being constant, consistently rather than constantly, if that difference makes sense. Yes. And you have that ability to inspire people to create that energy within themselves because we don't believe that we have it at all. Mm. I can say that right here, me. Yeah. I, I just, I love it. And I used to love writing. I actually started writing a book about 11 years ago and I I put it in the trash. Um, But that happens sometimes. But it having that ability to inspire people is what causes change. And what more do small business owners want? We don't get into small business. This is me saying this again. I don't get into small business just to make a big chunk of money. I did it because I'm tired of not seeing the change. So I want to facilitate it. I want to inspire people to do the change. So, and I feel like that's what you do every day in your words and in your creativity. I mean, it just blew my mind, hmm. our session. By the way, do a session with Megan if you're like, I don't know what to write anymore. I just do it. Just stop what you're <laughs> doing and do it. It is worth it. It is wonderful. And I still get inspiration from when I look at oh, it. Oh, I'm so. so glad to hear that, Megan. But yeah, people go, people start their business with this passion, right? And it's like, I'm going to put myself in this. And, you know, it's interesting because the small business owner can still be a very successful business owner. But when we think of, when I think of a small business owner, I think of the business owner who is the business. It's like my heart and my passion are driving this. I might have a wonderful team who support me, you know, like I could be making a wonderful income and impact. It's not that like, oh, I have to stay small in terms of impact or income, but it's like, it's, it's you centered. 
right? It's like, you are the business. So you start with all this passion and then it becomes, but if you want to market, you got to learn to, you know, not be yourself anymore because we create this like separation. Yeah. Like I've got to be, um, in this different place in my brain where I'm writing the right way. I'm the business. Um, and for anybody just listening, there were some massive air quotes that went, went along with that, <laughs> um, writing the right way. Because we have this sense that, um, and this can go very, very deep, you know, this sense of yes. like, oh, it's not, it's not enough just as me, right? Like it's not enough just to show up as me. And it is of course wise to understand what connects with people and to know your audience really well and to put in the time and effort and energy to understand them, you know, and where are they coming from? I'm not saying there's no um, back uh, preparation involved, but the idea that we have to become someone else and that our voice is not enough is one. I hope that every business owner, whether you, your, you know, your business is small or immense if it's your passion fueled business, I hope that's something we can have people let go of. Yes. And that statement, that entire statement that you just made is another big reason why I want to talk to business owners like you. How important is it? It might be a rhetorical question. It might be something you want to answer, but how important is it for an individual business owner to be vulnerable with themselves and in their business? Well, how much do you want to grow? <laughs> ah, <see? laughs> right. Right. So dive into that. Tell me more. I'm going to take a sip of whiskey. as I. Well, so if I, if I know everything, I can't grow anywhere. Right. Because of like, oh no, I'm, I'm not open to any possibilities, to any new information, to any new answers, to other people's input, because I, I already know it all. So <laughs> being vulnerable enough to say, I want input from other people. Um, not I'm going to go wherever they tell me to. Like, you know, you've got your passion and you've got your vision, but to be able to be vulnerable enough to say, what can I learn from other people, including my audience? Um, how can I keep refining what I'm doing? Um, that's where growth comes from. And yeah. that's also where connection comes from. You know, the fastest way to connect with people is to be vulnerable. And of course, Brene Brown, the queen of vulnerability, talks about this in a very wise way. Yeah. This is not about info dumping. It's not about TMI. It's not about like, I'm going to share my troubled life story yeah. and then we'll be instant friends, right? right. This is about <laughs> like transparency and saying, I'm willing to show up with an open heart, ready to connect with you. Yep. And that flips the switch for people. And they're like, oh, well, then I'm willing to show up with an open heart and connect with you, right? And well, howdy doody. Yeah. <laughs> then we get to learn from each other. We get to do business with each other at a more yep. satisfying level. Um, so you've tapped into the heart of it, Megan. You know, vulnerability, uh, I think, in business is key. And it is absolutely vital in, in writing for business. Yes. Gosh, and it has to be or writing in general, if you're writing stories or um, whatever you're doing in your job, if you're determined to write, unless you're having to do it for, you know, a business that wants a very specific way. But if you're writing for yourself or your heart, if you're not open and vulnerable with any aspect of your life, how do you, how do you think you're going to evolve in life? You're going to stay in the same spot. And I think that's a lot of the trouble with some business owners that 
I've run into because I knew even before I started this business, I knew I needed to be vulnerable. And I thought I already was. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. I well, was I'm sure you were with my, but it doesn't mean you can't, you can't be more right. <laughs> and that's it is there is no limit. I mean, yet yeah, we don't need to know about your TMI Tuesday bathroom adventures. Like we don't need to know about that, but you do need to realize that you're open to being criticized and it's how you accept that criticism and how you react to that criticism. And, you know, by golly, by being more open and more vulnerable. I've seen personally for me, my business grow in a very short amount of time because I just unlocked that Pandora's box and I just let it completely go. There's some things, there's some things you guys don't know about me and you won't because that's my business. (laughs) But how do you expect to grow if you are not? Yeah. Yeah. And I, it is so important to have a, a, a very clear definition of vulnerability because yeah. it's not um, by venting or airing our dirty laundry or have you ever seen um, the movie, The Goonies? Oh, of course. Of like, course. Right. And so the, the bad guys capture this one kid <laughs> and they say, tell us everything, meaning like, tell us where yeah. you are. And, you know, we're, and he goes back to like, and then in first grade, I, you know, it's like every bad thing he's ever done in his oh, life, so cute. Yep. Um, including stealing his uncle's toupee to make a beer <laughs> for the school play. Right. But that kind of, um, that doesn't create connection. Like what we're looking for when we're looking for other people who are vulnerable are, um, qualities of, of realness and, and openness. Um, and you mentioned like we're up for criticism, but you know, there's this different way of viewing that, which is, Mm -hmm. um, the belief that things happen for us as opposed to, to us. Yeah. Right. So if my ego's not wrapped up in it and somebody says, Oh gosh, I really wish that, you know, we'd done this instead, or like this had happened. And then you can go, Oh, I, I can hear that and I can, I'm constantly changing and improving how I work and what I do um, based on people's direct feedback, um, but mostly just based on showing up um, honestly, like being honest with myself and getting to the end of, of working with a client or a project and going, okay, what really worked about that? What I actually asked these for, um, questions I, I encourage my clients to do writing reviews when we work long-term and I ask them to ask themselves these questions, which were, what were my wins? So I can make sure I celebrate that and celebrate my progress. What were my challenges? What's working and what do I want to try? Right. Yeah. And this is a way of being vulnerable, even with yourself when there's nobody else involved and you just turn off the voice of ego and say, I I'm striving, like I'm striving for excellence. I always want to be improving. What could I be doing that's improving? Yeah. And so, you know, another way to look at at criticism is like, all right, that's where I know I can, I can rise to the challenge, but also important to know whose feedback um, is worth taking in and whose isn't. Yep. Whose is valuable. Right. And that's another doing all of these things and making those decisions, letting go of the id and the ego and just saying, what can I do that might facilitate change in my business, in my life? It's all 
um, it's a journey. It's a lifelong journey. It never ends. And I think that's a big thing too. Sorry, someone's at the door. Um, <laughs> so this is a great spot, I think, to talk about a couple of things to wrap it up. And then um, let me see here. I'm going to get back on my computer. Hi. <laughs> Uh, I would like you to be a little vulnerable with me. Mm-hmm. Tell me one fun or random fact about yourself that maybe nobody knows that you don't mind sharing with us today. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I create, I've created, I've actually created many more books than the five that I've published that have been about Ooh, writing. My niece actually just turned 12 um, last week and I created for her a book. Um, And this is something that I've done nearly every year for her since she's been born. And it is like my auntie way of hopefully planting in her a seed of um, not just loving reading because she loves reading, um, but loving writing and modeling for her, um, like follow your passions. And some of these books have been like real hodgepodge when it comes to how they look, you know, like it's me and stick figures. And when she was really little, they were storybooks. Yeah, that's Um, great. And then some of them have been, you know, like this latest one I did through Lulu and I've, you know, took the time to format it and make a nice cover and the whole deal. But um, it's a way for me to Re- lovingly remove the restriction I might otherwise have on myself to hold off on doing something until I can get it just right. Oh, because I guarantee funny. you, none of these books I've created for her have been perfect. Um, but they're all me putting a passion on the page. Like whether you know it was a story when she was younger, the book I just created for her is like a reflection journal. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're me following my passion, even though I'm not able to do it perfectly, um, because it's so motivating for me to hopefully model, like, this is open to you, like whatever your passions are. And maybe it won't be writing for her. She's very talented at a lot of things. So <laughs> who knows what it will be, but like, permission to follow your passions, even when they're not perfect. Go for it. That is such a wonderful thing to send out there to the universe, because I think a lot of people struggle with that. It needs to be perfect before I give it to somebody else or before I do something, before I start a business, it has to be perfect. That is just, and I'm sure your niece is like, oh, this is from my auntie Megan. She probably just loves it. And she's going to remember that forever. It's how you make people feel. And I'm sure she's feeling just absolutely loved. That's beautiful. All right. So we have had a lovely session. Thank you so, so much for coming on to the show. I'm sure we will be doing another session again. And who knows? Maybe I'll start writing a book. You never know. I think everybody has at least one book in them. Yeah, absolutely. Bare minimum, your life story. I mean, and I'm sure there's yeah. other fun things that we can be creative with and yeah. write stories about. But please tell me uh, how people can contact you, 
uh, what your main mission is in your business and go ahead. All right. Um, I'm on both Facebook and Instagram at at right with Megan. And my mission is to help passion fueled soul led business owners magnetize more of their soulmate clients through copy and content that creates more light in the world um, as it helps them create more income and impact. Awesome. Thank you so much, Megan. And thank you, thank you guys for listening. See you in a couple of weeks. <laughs>